0: Greetings, my glorious lady, the goddess Delora, your humble, loyal, yet extremely capable servant Leanthorn, here, with another update on the whereabouts of your wayward son, Venix, and his friends. They are still hiding from Mother Winifred and the imp Vex down in the caverns of the ant people. There, they managed to remove some troublesome pixies. And that's about it. Maybe that wasn't enough for a full update, I don't know. I just come in when it feels right. Over the centuries, I've learned to trust my gut. In other news, I heard that Theophilus the Wise has shown interest in the posting on the Terpsicorian Plain. Far be it from me to cast aspersions on my colleagues, but I simply want to make sure you are aware of what happened when he was in the Dormant Realms. Of course you will make the wisest decision, as your judgment is infallible, but I might suggest speaking to Prince Dathor to get his side of the story. Now I shall head back into the caverns of the Ant People to see what else your son is doing. Farewell, my lady, and I thank you for this opportunity to serve you.
1: Who's cutting that striking silhouette? It's
2: Fenix the Mighty! And who's the
1: handsomest devil
2: you've ever met? That's Fenix the Mighty! And who wrote this
1: song for the hell
2: of it? Who's lovemaking's tender and, and delicate? Who invented the name for the pelican? And it's Fenix the Mighty! Who's tall enough to reach to the highest shelf? Who's every halfling and dwarf and elf? Who's running out of ways to describe himself?
1: That's Fenix the Mighty!
3: It was awfully nice of the Queen to
4: give us the space to work. Space might be stretching it a bit. Oh, excuse
3: me.
2: You think you have it bad? I'm six times your size. Why couldn't we just stay in that room where we fought the pixies?
3: The Queen said they're doing construction in there now. We're out of the way in here. Now, please be quiet so I can read.
2: Maybe I should go see if there's any other pixies around.
3: Good thing you're immortal.
2: Why?
4: Because if you go out there alone, it'll be two lifetimes before you even find
3: your way back. Maybe. Myrtle, please hold the light steady. I'm finding some good information here. Oh, sorry.
1: Hey dudes, what's up?
5: Uh, we just thought we'd, you know, check in. On our hero. We brought you some aphid
2: milk.
5: <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, are, are you alright? She's just getting the aphid milk out of her community stomach.
2: Oh, really? You don't need to.
5: Don't you dare.
1: Thank you very much. <coughs> uh, here you go. Mmm. It's quite good. You can keep the cup. It's a gift for our hero.
5: We made it ourselves. It's very
1: nice. The bottom is like made of an eagle skull.
5: And the sides are like totally made from mud and saliva.
1: (laughs) Do you like need anything else?
5: You're our hero, so you know, we want to make sure everything is cool.
1: You're sure that there's not another room we can stay in? Something bigger? Well, the queen picked this room for you though, so. It's like
5: the best room in the colony.
1: It's like where the queen lays all her eggs.
5: And where the drones fertilize her.
1: Fertilize? Yeah, like, before they die.
5: It's totally romantic.
1: Totally. That's fascinating. It's funny, because you're, like, the only male here who isn't gonna, like, fertilize the queen and die.
5: Please, please stop saying fertilize. We don't usually even talk to males.
1: So, like, you've got... Spermatozoa and all that, right? What?
4: That's enough. Uh, Bronwyn needs to do her work, and Venix doesn't need
5: any more aphid milk.
1: Oh, right. Got it.
5: If you need anything, just holler or something.
1: Because we're right here too. Like, make your stay pleasant and stuff.
5: We're here for you.
1: Our hero.
4: Out, 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 Shoot! Shoot!
2: That was new.
4: You don't get that a lot?
2: Aphid milk in a cup of spit accompanied by an inquiry about my junk? Not the weirdest thing that's ever happened, to be honest. Not even the weirdest inquiry about my junk.
3: I've got it! Again? I found it. What do you mean again? N- never mind. I thought you were referring to something else. Oh, uh, okay. Anyway, uh, I know what the orbs are.
2: They're evil magic balls. Which, by the way, was the weirdest inquiry I ever had about my junk.
3: They're magic transmission devices. That's a problem.
2: What does that mean?
3: So, you know how when you cast a spell, you can only do it for a certain distance, right? Like, you can summon a fireball to hit someone across a battlefield. But you can't summon one halfway across Talaire.
2: I can't summon one at all. Thanks for the reminder.
3: If you or or someone had one orb with them and another halfway across Telaire, they could cast their spell here and then the magic would travel between the orbs and the fire would come out of the other one. You'd have to be very careful about where you kept them.
2: But I thought the problem wasn't about distance, right? It was about how much time it would take to summon enough demons to make a horde.
3: Why did you have us run away from Mother Winifred?
2: We didn't run away, really. We made a daring escape.
3: Right, right. So, why did you have us make a daring escape from Mother Winifred?
2: Something wasn't right about her. She was pushing too hard to get you to look into that orb.
3: She was never that pushy. Exactly. I think the orbs have the ability to charm or control magic users, like Tipius and Carla.
2: So, I did it right.
3: Good for you. So our enemy doesn't need to summon a horde all by themselves. They're using these orbs to influence other people, and then have them work together to summon a horde. How nefarious. Using teamwork for evil.
2: Who's behind all this? And how do we stop it?
3: Don't know who's behind it, but I have an idea of how to stop it.
1: Uh, hey.
5: Sorry to bother you.
1: I know you're super busy. No, you can't see my j- There's a bunch of people outside asking for you.
5: We were wondering if you, like, knew them or what.
1: What kind of people? I don't know, biped guys like you.
5: A lot of them were wearing robes like yours.
1: Oh, yeah, good call, man. Thanks. A lot of them? I mean, we didn't check every one of them, so I might have been wearing something else, you know?
5: We've got, like, other things to do all day, you know?
1: Totally super important stuff.
5: Very important
1: How many people are out there? But, we, like we said, man, we didn't count. More than 10?
5: Oh, for sure.
1: More than 100? Maybe.
5: Counting individuals isn't really our strong suit.
1: But yeah, there's a lot.
5: And they're, like, threatening to come in if you don't come out.
2: We need to make a run for it. Do you have a back door?
5: But If we don't go
3: out, the priestesses will attack the ant people. We're hosed. No, we're not. We just need to find a way to surrender to Winifred and then escape. Oh, no problem.
5: Venix will save us. I will? Well, we gotta head out. We're all reinforcing the defenses with our saliva.
1: It's more fun than that sound, man.
3: All right, Venix, what's the plan?
2: Me? I don't know. I was the one who wanted to sneak out the back, remember?
3: But you know that won't work, so you need to come up with something else. Why me? Because you're the hero.
2: I don't remember signing up for that.
3: All right, then. Bronwyn and I will just go out on
4: our own. I'm sure we'll be fine.
2: Uh, uh, fine. Having friends is so much more trouble than it's worth.
3: So, what can we do?
2: Give me a second to think. They're not coming out.
3: They will.
6: Bronwyn won't endanger the Ant People. You better be right. My boss, our boss, isn't a real big fan of second chances.
7: I'm well aware of that. Ah, look. The door's opening. My daughters, get ready to seize them. Bex, do you have the orbs ready? Dude,
6: the orbs were my idea. This is my mission, alright? I know when I need to have the orbs ready. And? Give me a sec.
7: Here they come. My daughters. Seize them. Hang on. Here we go.
4: I can't look. Have some faith.
2: I'm gonna need all the faith I can get. I hope your theory is right, Bronwyn.
4: It is. Oh, I guess we're about to find out. Now, my
7: daughters. Now, Venix.
6: Where did they go?
7: I thought you said his powers were diminished. They were, I swear! No matter. The daughters of Dolore are not so easily deterred. Daughters, and Vex, come. I have other plans.
2: (laughs) Haha, it worked! It really worked! That's a relief. What do you mean a relief? I thought you believed in me. I do. Mostly. Anyway, we've learned that my powers work sometimes. Usually when we really need them to. But not always.
4: That's comforting.
2: It worked, and that's the important thing.
3: Where are we now?
2: We're at the estate of Grandmaster Saginor. He's the best fighter I know. If anyone knows how to defeat a horde of demons, it's him.
3: Land over there, maybe? In the courtyard?
2: Got it. Hang on.
4: (laughs) (coughs) (laughs) Gentle touchdown there.
2: It's not easy to steer a carpet.
3: I'll drive next time. This is nice, it's like a little commune. All these little buildings around the central courtyard, very reminiscent of early Marquisian architecture. Also really cute.
8: It's not cute.
3: Hey, you almost hit my hat.
8: That was a warning shot. The next one will not miss. State your business before I destroy you.
2: Yep, cute is gone. Master Saginor, it's me, Venix. Ow! Right in the chest. Oh, that stings. Venix. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'll pull it out.
3: No, no, no! Leave it in. It will keep you from bleeding out while I perform the healing ritual.
2: No, I'm good. I suppose that's only fair. Do you want to hit me with anything else? Just leave the ladies alone.
8: I would never attack innocents.
2: Ow! Yikes! Ah, my favorite leg, too. Fenix! Look, I'm fine. See? Just really smarts. Would you look at that? It's all healed. Saganor knows that, which is why he's doing it. Ow! Dang it! The eye, (laughs) Saganor. Oh, wowie-zowie.
4: Let me guess. No swearing while we're here? Yep.
2: And he likes to test me. All right, all right, you've made your point. Ow! Seriously? We're here because we need to fight a horde of demons. Ow!
8: (laughs) I couldn't resist one more. How are you, my friend?
4: Friend? It is Venix after all. He can't afford to be picky.
2: Master Saginor, it is an honor to be in your presence once more, and I'd be... Doing a darn sight better if someone hadn't just used me for target practice. You're too big
8: for target practice. Far too easy to hit.
2: Great. May I introduce you to Priestess Bronwyn of the
8: Order of Dolora and her companion, Myrtle? An honor to meet you. Likewise. The honor is all mine. Please come inside and have some tea. More tea?
4: Yes, please.
3: It's delicious. You've had six cups.
4: It's really good.
8: So, what do you think? I think your friend likes my tea. No. About the demon horde. Can you help us? It's a difficult thing, for sure. If I were younger, I would join you.
4: Four against a demon horde isn't that much better than three against a demon horde.
8: It's a 33% increase. Probably more like... Forty, or fifty, since it's me.
4: You're that good?
8: Master Saginor is very experienced in
2: fighting demons. You saw his skill with the bow. He's even better with a sword. Heck, I've seen him defeat six orcs armed with only a cooking pot.
4: All that, and he makes a mean cup of tea? Are you single? How do you feel about dwarves?
8: I've taken a vow of purity to keep my mind focused.
3: (sighs) That's disappointing. If you can't join us, can you offer us any guidance?
8: I can. This is not the first time demons have threatened our land. I have in my library many ancient writings that detail how these battles went. Oh, great. More reading. Do not disparage reading, my friend. The true warrior fights battles of the mind as much as battles of the body.
4: I'd battle that body.
8: But fear not. I know the information you need by heart for I have read it many times.
3: We could look it up, though, just to double-check. There are
8: three artifacts that past heroes have used to defeat the demons. The first is... You should write this down.
3: Oh, right, sorry.
8: (laughs) The first is the Lantern of Rencult. It dispels any demons in its glow.
3: And and how brightly does it glow? The
8: second is the Horn of Lilidu. With two O's? Lilidu. Two L's and two O's. Got it, thank you. He who blows it will summon good spirits to his aid.
3: What kind of good spirits? And how many? Third
8: and the most powerful is the Sword of Deltor. Dibs on the sword! What does it do? It can defeat any enemy. Double dibs!
3: Any enemy? At all?
8: That's what the legends say. That's good enough for me. Where do we find it? They are scattered around the land. No one knows exactly where.
3: Figures. If you could possibly allow me to visit your library, perhaps I could find a way- I to... have something that will help
8: you find them. This stone will guide you to the artifacts. Here, Venix, take it. How, uh, does it work? It comes with an
3: instruction scroll. I'll take that. <clears throat> it says, sleep with this under your pillow and you will dream of the location. And that's it. How
8: wise were our ancestors to leave us such a legacy? I guess. What are we waiting for? I'll go to bed right now. You're welcome to stay here as long as you like.
4: Where's the restroom? (laughs) All that tea is going right through me.
8: Down that hall, to the left.
4: That's so confusing. Do you think you could walk me there?
3: Myrtle. What? Hmm...
6: They escaped yesterday, and yet we're still here in the temple. Plans are great and all, but have you heard of chasing? Like chasing after the people we're trying to catch?
7: Do you always act before thinking? I've had
6: pretty good success doing both at the same time, to be honest.
7: If you'd like to fly off into the wilderness in the desperate hope that you'd happen to run into them at random, feel free. That's not what I... That's what I thought. Ah, Genevieve, did you retrieve what I asked you? Yes, Mother. I have brought you her knickers.
6: Her knickers? That's a little sketchy, not gonna lie.
3: I thought it would be best to fetch something that was close to her for a
7: long time. Bed sheets? Socks. This will do. Thank you, Genevieve. It's my honor to serve you, Mother. (laughs) At least they're clean. And Genevieve? Yes, Mother? Next time, maybe take a hairbrush instead. Yes, Mother. That was weird. We have what we need for the spell I'm going to cast. Hand me one of those orbs. Whoa! Where did you get so many of them? Last I checked, you had
6: one. They were very easy for us to duplicate. But are they connected to Ulvik? Not all of them. That seems a bit like cheating.
7: We will use this orb to track Bronwyn. By putting it in her pants. By putting it in contact with the artifact. Yes. Now be quiet. I need to concentrate. Oh, wow. The orb is filling with smoke. Unless those undies weren't as clean as I thought. I said be quiet. Sorry. And done. Now we can look in here and see where she is. Oh, okay. wait.
6: You can totally see her walking around. She's in a room. Brilliant, we have her now. Tap on it
7: to zoom out. Oh, like this? Oh, cool. She's in Telair. You went too far. Here, see? She's in Marquesia. How did you do that? Ah, no, all I'm
6: seeing is her ear. Don't touch the orb. Yeah, her underwear was on it.
7: Genevieve! Yes, Mother? Tell your sisters to meet us in Marchesia. Our lost sister is there.
3: Yes, Mother?
6: I love how you take charge. It's very assertive. Hmm. Thank you. Let's go. Through the undie orb? I don't think so. It's not- I've got my own. I'll meet you there.
7: Bye! You will pay for your disrespect and time,
3: little imp. In this episode of Venix the Mighty, Venix was played by Tim Higgins. Ronwin was played by Mary Mascari. Myrtle was played by Jenny Higgins. Leon Thorne was played by Rowan Bristol. Winifred was played by Vanessa McKinney. Vex was played by Ron Scott Fry. Genevieve was played by Jenny Gluckstein. Ticket the Ant was played by Ben Barker. Gurick the Ant was played by Aaron Crowley. And Saganor was played by Sean Higgins. It was edited by Jenny Higgins. Special thanks to Arnie Parrott for our theme song. Venix the Mighty was written and directed by Mary Mascari and produced by Jenny Higgins and Mary Mascari.